Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. I feel so much more educated about Taylor Swift concert now. Yeah, it's kind of walking in and, eh, we're going to do an Ask Him. I feel like an educated man right now. I feel, like, I feel like we've been educated, yet we're going to learn an awful lot more over the next two and a half days. That, Roars! Might be right on that. Roars! <laughs> we're going to learn a lot. What's our count? Our count's a lot less than I think yesterday. But our count didn't really start, Jorge, until the 11 o'clock hour. Yeah, I know. What are we at, like four or five? Right now we're at four. Well, it depends on whether or not you're counting Emily having to say Taylor Swift. That's all we're yeah, counting. All we're it's counting. not references. Because okay. if it was references, I think oh, we're yeah, at the whole last segment. Yeah. Yeah, but, but that's <laughs> Emily's workaround. Like, if she's trying to keep the count low to basically, you know, upstate, you know, yeah, show to, us. To uh, basically try to pull the rug out from under us. That's, sure. the, that's the obvious yeah. workaround. <laughs> Pretty shady, Em. The artist formerly known as. You know, yes and no and, Emily. <laughs> kind of no-ending us right now, to be honest. Idea Span LA and Hollywood Park Casino are giving uh, 12 fantasy football commissioners the chance to win a fantasy football season experience, including the ultimate fantasy uh, draft party for their ESPN Fantasy Football Leagues and weekly prizes throughout the season. What do you do and how do you be a part of it? You just register now at ESPNLA.com. Scroll for the Hollywood Park Casino logo. Very, very easy. Again, just go to the website. And we'll see you on Friday, August 18th at HPC, Hollywood Park Casino, Eat, Drink, Draft. Um, we spent a little bit of time on this yesterday. We are talking a little bit about Anthony Davis and his extension coming up on Friday. Um, by the way, just just I know yesterday we we're kind of playing out all these different scenarios. By the time we're back here on Monday, has AD and Laker, have do you think AD and the Lakers have agreed to an extension? I'm going to say no, okay. just because I don't know if it has to be done right away. And, like, I don't even know if Anthony Davis is in L.A. He could be on vacation. Like, remember D'Angelo Russell was the last of, of the guys signed in free agency? And he because, wasn't – What we didn't hear from him. Right. He, it he turned out he town. was overseas. I want to say, like, Croatia. Like, he was doing a camp or something like that? Or, okay. Yep. <laughs> no, he was, he was, I believe, on a vacation. Okay. Like, have, he was off having fun, which is fine. But remember, for, like, three or four days, there were all these oh, – yes, con- Perhaps, you know, it's he got caught in the airport. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it, it, there were all these conspiracy theories like, ooh, maybe the Lakers are looking to amend this. It could be a sign in trade. Like, are they getting Miles Turner after all? Like, it turned out, no, he's on vacation. He's going to sign his contract, and he did. It's so weird that rumors around the Lakers just out of nowhere that never comes up. Um, so you okay? Then let me push it out a little bit further. By the time September, by the time training camp starts for the Lakers, AD and the Lakers agree to an extension. 
Yeah, I do. I think so too. I do. I I, I don't think this is. Um, I don't think it will be shocking. I think at some point, and I went through the numbers yesterday. I think he's another the three years added to the two years. It's probably going to be north of two fifty. Um, and I, we spent a little time on this yesterday about talking about different scenarios. Should they do it? Should they not? What are all the different scenarios out there? It's a question that I would ask if at some point LeBron James is going to stop playing basketball. He's going into we think. his... We think. He's going into his 21st season. You know what's crazy, AK? Do you remember that when he came to the Lakers and it was like, oh, this is the... Uh, some of the conversation was like, this is it. This is not just about basketball this is Hollywood this is his chance to whatever he's going to build his businesses how long ago was that that what that began in 2018 he signed in the offseason 2018 we're in 2023 mm-hmm. and the man is not only just playing he's still performing at some point especially if Anthony Davis signs this extension there is going to be a time where LeBron James is not on the Lakers with Anthony Davis I thought Emily brought up a good point yesterday, and we get a chance to get into it. Can you build a team around Anthony Davis? Or how about this? What does that team look like? If AD's the best player on your team, what does that team look like? I've always said this when it comes to AD. I don't think that Anthony Davis as the best player on your team you're going to win a championship. I don't think you're a championship contender with Anthony Davis as the best player on your team. Um, I don't know how you feel about that, but that's how I've always looked at AD. I don't have disrespect to Anthony Davis. I think his game's unbelievable. I think he gets too much criticism because we look at just what he does offensively and we don't look enough at how he dominates the other side of the floor. But I also don't think if AD's the best player on your team, you have a legitimate, legitimate chance to compete for a championship. I know there's a lot of details I left out of that. Well, what's interesting about that, broadly speaking, I think you may be correct. Like, just in the sense that with Anthony Davis and the health issues, you're always going to be concerned about his availability. And if his availability isn't high enough and he's your best player, that in and of itself can put a cap can on Can I help you on that one? Sure. Say he's available. If Anthony Davis is available... 65 games. 65 to 70 games. Mm -hmm. Assuming there is a good supporting cast around him because you can't expect anybody to win the whole thing by themselves. No. Look, the truth is this. LeBron was the focal point of the 2020 championship team and he was the finals MVP. Yep. You can make an argument during that playoff run that Anthony Davis was as good as LeBron was. Sure, sure. So if nothing else, we've seen that if AD is tied... For the best player on your team, you can win a championship. AD was so good in that championship run that remember afterwards there were conversations about whether he had passed Giannis as perhaps the best player in the game or could Anthony Davis be entering a space where he becomes the best player in the game. That's where people started really talking about the idea of, okay, maybe this torch can be passed. Yep. From AD passed to- it right back to him. Like, no, I'm good. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. You take the torch. Hang on to that a little longer there, yeah. LeBron. Yeah, or hold it with me. I mean, one of the things that holds back Anthony Davis, I think both in perception and also in some respects performance, he's not wired naturally to be an, like a dominant alpha male personality. Yeah. That's not who he is. Yeah. That's not to say that he can't play like one. But you're right that you just look at his game too. He's not a player saying, give me the damn ball. He's not – there. that's just – 
I'm with you. He just kind of plays within the flow of the game. And sometimes he takes over. And there, But there are times where I think there is a little bit of, from a fan perspective, AD, take over the game. Well, especially to, like, the, the modern Laker audience has been very cobified. Like, they view all of this stuff through the prism of what Kobe was. And Kobe was one of the most alpha males, forget in NBA history, in, like, sports history. Yep. Kobe was as alpha male as they came. He was as much of an outward killer as they came. Even as a 20-year-old playing with Shaq. Yes, He absolutely. was an alpha male. Right. Why are we... Yeah. And there, and to great success. You know, Kobe is arguably the greatest Laker of all time. Mm-hmm. If it's not him, I think it's Magic. And Magic, despite the smile, that dude was a killer. Sure. LeBron, we know, is a killer. He's been a killer over the course of his career. He's been criticized, I think, at times for not being one because he'll make passes instead of scoring. But the truth is, LeBron's a killer. I agree. If if you don't give LeBron credit for being a killer, you're just not paying attention. Anthony Davis, is he a killer? I don't know. He can be devastating, but his personality is not killer, Mm -hmm. which makes you wonder about some aspects of performance. It makes you wonder about some aspects of leadership. That comes with being the best player on a team the franchise face. It's different with Anthony Davis than it is with other superstars. I want to go back to something you said because you said after 2020, there was real chatter and conversation about this. This might be AD's league here moving forward. Yeah, you remember there was. ESPN did the uh, they did a player ranking after the 2020 season. LeBron was one, AD was two. AD was in front of Giannis, in front of Embiid, in front of Joker, in front of Dude. all those guys that we compare him to. And now really, for the most part, especially, I mean, I, I make sure I put it right, there is no comparison. Nicole Jokic, I would make the argument, is the best player in the NBA right now. Giannis, if you said, hey, do you want Giannis or AD? Everyone's taking Giannis. You want Embiid or AD? Everybody's taking Embiid. I believe, at least that's what I would do. Um, but it's not just about the reason why I, I asked the question, if you sign Anthony Davis to this extension, you're going to obviously have years where Anthony Davis now is expected to be the best player on the Lakers to represent the Lakers as in that's the foundational piece. Unless there's somebody else you're bringing in. But this is that's the point that I'm making is it's not that I don't think you can win championships with Anthony Davis if LeBron's not there, but if you're telling me AD is the best player on your team and the next player is a little step behind him, I don't feel good about that. Now, there's a lot more, you know, when I say I'm leaving out a lot of details, what do the role players look like? Who's the other star that comes in? I know all those questions are incredibly important, but with Braun, you can obviously, you're winning because he's the best player. With Kobe, you're winning because he's the best player. I always looked at Anthony Davis like the Pau Gasol rather than the Kobe He's, or the, something along those lines. AD is a really specific case, too, because he is closer to Pau in perception alongside LeBron than he is to being LeBron or Kobe. But the truth is, Anthony Davis is a better player than Pau Gasol. Pau was really, really good. Because of the other side. But Because of the other side. Yeah. I mean, he, he takes over games. He has, right. How many times in the playoffs, you're like, he had four blocks Pau was, and two steals. Yeah, Pau was really really good. Mm-hmm. But I think Anthony Davis is a better player. So he occupies this interesting space of 
not quite the true 1A, but better than the 1B. And when I get back to the idea of perception too, like you mentioned, like people would take Joel Embiid ahead of Anthony Davis. And I don't want to go down the rabbit hole of that debate necessarily, but Joel Embiid has not had really any more playoff success than Anthony Davis has had. And I'm even talking about when AD was in New Orleans, because a lot of those teams were not really that good. Yep. When Anthony Davis was given a solid team to work with in New Orleans, I don't think he really was any worse than Joel Embiid. Like, Joel Embiid, I don't think, he's never been to an Eastern Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. I don't believe so. Oh, they lost a year to the Raptors. They, yeah. yeah, but 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 I, Joel Embiid's personality is that of a killer. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got that outward big personality. You know, he he's more demonstrative than AD. Like he's he is seen as more of a big game player. Is he though? Can I? What can I? Can I? You want to swap them? Let's say Embiid was with LeBron for the last three years. What would those te- What would that team look like? I don't in the know. Ask Conference? me about Embiid, who's always hurt too. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. So, but I'm I'm gonna the the hurt thing I can't do anything about because AD has been hurt and Embiid's had some time. That's where he's my hurt. point. But I, if if I'm making the case of Embiid is healthy with the Lakers, AD is healthy with the Lakers, and one of those two guys are playing with LeBron James, I, I for me at least I'm leaning. It's it's almost a no discussion for me that I'm leaning towards Embiid. I wonder though if you watched Embiid on a game in game out basis, you'd actually feel that way. Mm-hmm. Because and I say this not be I mean Embiid's really good. That's not my point. Mm-hmm. It becomes a lot easier to find the weaknesses of players when you watch them game in game out, and to think other players are less flawed than they are when you don't see them on a game in game out basis. Yeah. Well, we're just seeing. I'm watching my highlights real quick, and I yeah. saw Embiid scored 42. Yeah, look, and Embiid's with the Lakers, we're watching every single yeah, possession. Embiid's of really Davis. good. That's not my yeah. point. And if you choose Embiid. You can justify it. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, when you look at the actual track record, mm-hmm. he hasn't really accomplished anything that AD hasn't. You're saying when AD was in New Orleans as the yeah, best or just player. overall. Yeah. I mean, Anthony Anthony Davis hasn't won MVP like Embiid, but AD also was never in a position where he'd be the number one guy on a team that was really good. Mm-hmm. That he'd even be in that type of MVP running. Um, ESPN did some. I, I haven't really seen an article like this. They did something they call what-if scenarios for yeah. the Western Conference from ESPN. And one of the scenarios was what if the Lakers did not make a deal for Russell Westbrook? How much different would it have looked, what was that now, two years ago if the Lakers didn't make that move? I want to spend a little time on that coming up next. Stay right here. Travis and Slee with Show 710 ESPN. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. 
Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. <laughs> I'll give you 100 bucks if you can guess who this is. AK, when did you perform this? <laughs> it's well, not trying, I mean, I've done it multiple times. I'm trying to remember which year this was. How does this get Roy. released? <laughs> hundred bucks. If you can it? guess what this is. I have no idea. It's like William Hung, someone like nah, that. I have no idea. DeAndre actually it? sent me this. DeAndre, awesome performance, brother. It's um, James Harden. Tell me, it's not James. It's Harden. James Harden. No way, this is. James it is James Harden. Harden from a commercial, Foot Locker commercial. <laughs> Okay, that's James Harden. That sounds like James Harden. I, that has to be the only one. That's that gotta be the, is yeah. not good. That is not a good commercial for James Harden. <laughs> oh, hey. my gosh. I think he has beautiful pipes. <laughs> exactly. By the way, shout out to Pizza Hut in the house. Greatly appreciate their partnership here. They've, uh, they've done a ton with us over the last couple of years, so we appreciate them coming in. They deserved better than hearing that from James Harden. <laughs> I, I feel like we should treat our partners better than that. Oh, my gosh. That was James Harden. Wow. I don't even know what to do with that. I wonder if he... That's my ser- new ringtone. We were talking ringtones earlier in the week. It's going to be my new ringtone. I imagine James Harden, James Harden singing that to Your certain ladies rejected. in the club. Like that, that's what he does when he wants the ladies to give him a little extra attention. Look at my beard. That song is the equivalent of James Harden on defense. No, that that song is James Harden's. That's that song is his code for lap dance. Oh, like when he just wants to lap dance, so starts busting that out. Oh no, she dances to that song. He, he sings it, it on repeat. She does the dance. <laughs> no, it's playing in the club. He has it on repeat. That's it. Every time he goes to that club, that's the only song that they play. DeAndre likes it. DeAndre's like, okay, where's De- the hook at? DeAndre's already thinking about remixes. He loves this. Okay, I still have. Remember, I told it you. Sounds guys- like Andre three thousand drunk or something. Oh, <laughs> that no, sounds no. so bad. Remember, I told you guys on Monday that I was I would not stop listening to that dude, the Harry Mack guy on YouTube. Remember I mentioned I said it was a oh, rapper, yeah, yeah, a yeah. lyricist, Freestyle everything rapper, else. Yeah. Yeah. Freestylist, whatever. I can't stop listening. I still can't. Bl- Jorge, I think you would appreciate it. I, I need you at some point after the show. There's one. There's a tournament from Red Bull in Spanish. Okay. They, it, it, same thing. They give them words, and they rap for like 60 seconds or whatever it is. It's a Red Bull competition that's you, worldwide. You know when I think he, I think he really started getting noticed was during uh, COVID. And I forget what the site is, but there's a certain site you go on and- you just randomly, there's all these different people. You just kind of like enter a room, enter a room, and then he would just tell whoever enters the room. It's both on video. Um, hey, I freestyle. You okay if I freestyle for you? Sure. They have no idea what's going on. Okay, give me three, four, or five random words. And Stapler. And then literally, <laughs> it's it's like that, right? Just a, And then he would just kill it. I'm, I'm still addicted to it. Do you now, think James Harden can do that? Now I'm going to get addicted to James Harden's uh, raps as well. well now it's going to be my head. That's not that off. 
that's not that off. No. I would actually say that yours was a little bit better. <laughs> it was a I little better. I think you should collaborate with James Harden on his next track. Did you get a chance to see this um, this article on ESPN? They had all these what-if scenarios in the Western Conference, and there's, there's a number of them. You could um, – one of them is, what if the Memphis Grizzlies didn't move up to get John Morant in the draft? What if the Clippers, Kawhi Leonard, didn't get hurt in the twenty one play uh, 2021 playoffs? It's just, there's a number of them. What if the Warriors took LaMelo Ball instead of James Wiseman? I know it's easy to look at it now and kind of play out these scenarios. One of the scenarios on there was, what if the Los Angeles Lakers didn't make the Russell Westbrook trade? And... Look, I I'm, I remember clear as day. Do you remember? There were a couple of things that went on on that day, and this was in the middle of the summer a couple of years mm-hmm. ago. This obviously 2021. It was the same day that the Dodgers traded for Max Scherzer and Trey Turner. Mm-hmm. So you kind of we're sitting in this day in the summer, and you're like, oh my gosh, how about L. A. Right now, L. A. Just went out there and got Russell Westbrook. The Lakers end up with Russell Westbrook. The Dodgers go out at the trade deadline, and they get this. Is probably why some of the heat Andrew Friedman was getting from yesterday's because he's made also some great moves at the trade deadline. They got Max Scherzer and Trey Turner, and Travis and I are doing the show. And I, listen, I'm, I'm going to give Travis a lot of credit on this because it was not a popular opinion. And I think a lot of times when things happen, it's so easy to get caught up in the moment without worrying about any of the details. It's like this individual is now a Los Angeles Laker. Now you just assume because Russell Westbrook, his history, how long he's been in the league, of a former MVP, they're going to figure it out and make it work. Trav was, guys, I don't like the fit. How is this going to fit? And I think there's a lot of times that you look at, you know, especially in the NBA, just get the talent and they'll figure it out. That's not uncommon. Yeah. Put the talent together and they'll figure it out. Not the best example, but Bradley Beal, Kevin Durant, and um, and uh, Devin Booker. It's not the best example because I actually think there's these – It's easier kinda, to picture how they'll fit. It's easier to, to picture how it will fit. Okay, maybe there's a better example. Chris Paul, Steph Curry, Clay Tom. I, I don't know how that one – I'm not as sold on that one. Well, I think the, the fit is pretty easy when it's Chris Paul largely playing off the bench without those other guys. How is it when Chris Paul's asked the question – Right after he goes yeah. to the the Warriors, and he's like, "Well, are you the coach?" I mean, that's Chris Paul being Chris Paul. He's you're stubborn, not, whatever. You're not wrong. He's going to come off the bench; it'll be fine. So let's put that to the side. And but I'm giving examples of there's certain times that there's kind of questions of fit. I don't know what would have happened if Russell Westbrook never got traded to the Lakers. Associated to this article on ESPN, I know what would have happened. Would've Lakers would have been better. <laughs> that's absolutely <laughs> what would have happened. Well, remember they're coming off the playoff loss to the Suns because AD got injured. Right. KCP, Kyle Kuzma. You probably then keep Alex Caruso as well. Those are the three players that you end up keeping, and you kind of just continue to build whatever it was. I remember. Before this deal happened, like yeah. there had been about a week or so where there were a little bit of rumors about the Lakers just, being it. Just before, I hate to interrupt you. Can you play Harden in the background just a little <laughs> bit, if you don't mind? Can you quietly play Harden in the background, if you don't mind? I'd appreciate I that. Please continue. Rumors of Westbrook and Lakers. <laughs> um, I remember hearing like a little bit of rumors that the Lakers would be. No, no, keep going. Don't <laughs> let this distract in you at us, all. They were thinking big three. Um, 
But there had been. <laughs> it's so hard to do this. With this you can do time. it, man. You can do it. This is good radio exercise. There, there had been some rumors about the Lakers interested in Westbrook, and Brian and I on the Locked On Lakers podcast. He's turning it up. I know. Look, <laughs> now it's become a challenge. Now it's me just not backing down to this challenge. I'm gonna, I'm gonna power through this thing. Crank up Harden. I don't care. Yeah, whatever. Play it louder. I'll get louder. Whatever. Two can play this game. But anyway, Brian and I on the Locked on Lakers podcast, which is yep. available five days a week, anywhere Monday you get your podcast. Yeah, anywhere you get your podcast. There's also, by the way, a YouTube con- uh, component. There, there is a YouTube component. Nice little piece on Cam Reddish that recently came out yeah. as well. Yeah, really good scouting report. But we actually did a show dedicated to the idea of this can't possibly be happening. These rumors are just because it's the Lakers, mm. because this makes no sense. Like, we actually asked the question – who does this trade make less sense for, the Lakers or the Wizards? Like, we were like, this makes no sense for either of these teams. And it just, like, the idea of the fit I think Lakers won the oh, makes yeah. less, like, Absolutely. less sense. Yeah. Like, the fit issues were so obvious and so glaring. It was like, look, if you manage to make this work, by definition, it means it's working well because there's no in-between. It's either going to somehow work incredibly well or it's going to be an absolute disaster there's no in between but we were like okay this has to be a bs rumor like it has to be because it makes no sense to bring in russell westbrook with lebron and anthony davis just on a skill set level and like there was there was one i thought there was one angle that could make it make sense just the mere fact that Bron's later in his career <clears throat> doesn't mean you have to play Bron and Russ the entire time. There's going to be a lot of times Russ and AD kind of sure. run things. That's the only angle. No, that you, you could, could talk with. yourself into that explanation, but the problem is it'd be one thing if Russ was just going to be like the sub for LeBron. Yeah. Like you're bringing him in just to, like, kind of like the way I think Chris Paul is going to be with the Warriors. But this is $47 million right. associated And with also, Russ. Russell mm-hmm. Westbrook was still at a place where he can justifiably think, I should be playing 35 minutes a night. So if he's going to be playing 30 to 35 minutes a night, that means mm-hmm. he has to be playing some of those minutes with LeBron. It doesn't make sense. And you gut your own infrastructure of guys like Kuzma and KCP depth. who mm-hmm. fit perfectly. Mm-hmm. That's why I was like, this has to be just... It's trade season, and Lakers are always connected to everybody. So the what-if scenario, I think we just played out the what-if scenario. Yeah, they would have been better. Westbrook was <laughs> they would have been way better. A Los Angeles Laker. All right, we got a Factor Cap coming up next. There's also, um, I want to spend a little time on this at 1145. Is the Pac-12 dead? Has it been dead, and it's just a matter of time before uh, the final nail goes in the coffin. We'll talk about that at 11.45. Factor Cap coming up next. AKN for Travis Rogers, Travis and Sleeva Show. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Hey guys, where am I at right now? Oh, uh, Jorge? What's the, what's the numbers? It can't be five, six. You're at six. five or six. Yeah, it's okay. not that many. Yeah. Again, I think Emily conquered the workaround. I'm yeah. on a pitch count. She I took it personal. Yeah. yeah, she's trying to go. She's trying to go eight innings. Well, she's trying to have her cake and eat it too. <laughs> yeah, she wants to be able to talk about Taylor Swift all she wants, but not be mocked for having a yeah. count of like five thousand. Yeah, right. Exactly. exactly. It's like Lance Lynn yesterday. They need him to go. You got to eat up some innings. And she's trying to eat up innings. I had the perfect number because Taylor Swift's ding favorite Six. number is thirteen. So it's uh, it's a lot of things in her lore of her own self. Okay, thirteen is very important. Oh, for twenty two today. If you know, you know. If you know, you know, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. yep. Another another one yeah. is 22. All right. So Bill Belichick was asked during training camp uh, about, you know, because everyone's being asked this, you know, Barbie versus Oppenheimer. But he was asked uh, if he would see either movie or both movies. And he said he doesn't want to see Barbie, but does think that Oppenheimer looks, quote unquote, interesting. Okay. So is there anyone in the world that is uh, better created to see the movie Oppenheimer than Bill Belichick? <laughs> Alan, factor cap. I don't think there is. I think it's a fact. I think I think Belichick is the right person. I think the fact whoever asked him that question as well, I really like. He's that. not seeing Barbie. Let's just all be realistic. But he's I, never going to see Barbie. But I like because there's such a buzz and a craze. I think you were giving me some numbers that AMC, the money they made specifically, it's, it's the AMC, biggest week in their history of their of uh, the company, and they've been around for over a hundred years. I, I'm seeing it tonight. I'm gonna see. Uh, uh, just actually confirmed that on my walk to the restroom with nice. my girl that seven o'clock we're gonna go see it tonight. Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. Nice. Um, so basically we'll be there till eleven thirty. But I, I think he's the perfect person to where can't you just see in his head all the the wheels what just makes a great spinning? Man. Yes, all More. that stuff. T- tough decisions. I think I, I think it's fact. I mean, he is somebody who spent an entire career destroying worlds. Exactly. I mean, in all honesty, he yes. he has been blowing up everything around him <laughs> so it it is it feels like a movie that would spark belichick's interest yes he seems like a nolan head for sure or hey what about I don't you? Know if he's not, a nolan yeah. head no i'm with the guys <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't picture bill belichick sitting through tenant like all right or this in, is my seller <laughs> yeah no no he's a, he's somebody that would find oppenheimer you would like dark knight maybe yeah, I could see him. Like, I mean, pretty much everybody liked Dark Knight. Yeah, exactly. Jorge, what do you think? No, no, I'm with the guys on this one. I think he's perfect for it. And then the question, I mean, they're going to ask about football. What's he going to say? Nothing. So no, he's going to say nothing. Yeah, just No, that's fun. what I'm saying. I, like, I like, especially it's such a hot topic right now, mm-hmm. to get Belichick's- His take on it? Yeah. yeah well, people throw stuff at Belichick all the time, and it's just- He's he's an interesting guy. He's got his own tastes, mm-hmm. and he's also kind of I've heard he's like really funny if you get him in the right a circumstances. Dry, dry sense of humor. Yeah, exactly. And you know who said he's really funny? Belichick. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody else said it. All right, so um, I've gotten to this issue. Uh, I was looking at my friend's phone the other day because he was showing me something, um, but he had like a gazillion notifications everywhere. Oh. It's it just drives me crazy. So you need to eliminate all notifications of those little. Uh, number red marks on your phone at all times. So you need to eliminate all notifications on your phone. Andy, fetch your cap. That's a fact. 
it, it starts just to bug you. you which see, one? Which one? Bother, is it the text messages that bother you? The, the text most? one is specifically. It email? Like, is it the the emails? I always know I have a certain amount unread, and some of them are left unread for a reason. Like yep. I don't want to forget about them. Like I've even read them but I mark them as unread because I want to make sure that I do something to address them. Some of them are some of them are emails I've sent to myself, like articles that I've wanted to read. I don't have time to read them, but I want to make sure I don't forget about them. Mm-hmm. I can be a bit of a like a pack rat that way when it comes to like links. I I guess I'm a hoarder of links in that sense. The texts though bother me. Yeah. I I like having my square, you know, the the square with the text count. I like it clean. Mm-hmm. It bothers me if it sits unclean. Al? Um, fact on this, too. I, I will say there's certain things that don't bother me. My work email, probably once every two days, it's clean. You know, it, it, I'm going to get through everything that I need to get to. My Gmail, I was just looking right now. I have 1,400 unread. But who is it from? <laughs> oh, dude. Who is it's it all from? It's spam. Yeah, it's all like... <laughs> I, I'll tell you right now. That would, one. <laughs> that would stress the living bleep out of me. I'm not going to lie. 1,400. So, so for Gmail, you guys are up to date on all those oh, emails yeah. as well? I, really? I delete them all right away unless it's something that I look at the sale and it's good. But like, if you just I keep up with it. I think I got overwhelmed it. with Gmail where I'm like, okay, I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to keep up with this stuff. So I have... <laughs> Foot Locker. 1,407. <laughs> Foot Locker. That's awesome. <laughs> 1,400. So uh, obviously email doesn't matter. Text message matters. Voicemail, I'm not as good as cleaning up my voicemail. I don't know. I just feel like people still... I don't leave voicemails. voicemails now? I leave voicemails I for specific Do you? People. Yeah, for specific things, yeah. yeah. I don't leave voicemails. I would say 97% of my voicemails are from my mother <laughs> because she can't <laughs> learn how to text. Well, this happens a lot, right? You call somebody, they don't answer, and you text, call me. Yeah. That's it. Like I don't. Well, you so, say why I, you're calling or whatever. Yeah. You say, oh, hey, I'm calling because I want to get this specific thing. Whatever. I never leave voicemails, but I have voicemails that I have not cleaned up. I like voicemails, and it's a very nice thing to keep. You know, I like uh, I like to keep that. Okay, stuff. on your phones right now, look. Yep. How many tabs do you have open? Oh, yeah. I mean, look at that. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. <laughs> yeah, way too many. Wow, that yeah. many. Okay, I'm, eight. I'm looking right now. My Safari, which is again a lot of articles. It gets oh back yeah, to Safari is my Safari. Two hundred forty-five tabs. What are you talking yeah. about? Wow. You know, like uh, you have two hundred. No, you don't. Well, you have two hundred forty-five tabs. You never just decided. Close them all? No, because I don't want to forget this article. <laughs> That's what it is. You can save it to your reading list. You know yeah. that, right? Yeah. 245 uh, tabs. Yes, tabs from August 2021. Right, let me see. But Jorge, what do you think? You have a Westbrook tab there. Russell Westbrook is a Laker? <laughs> I only have 28 tabs, actually, so it's not as bad as I thought. What's this like- COVID thing? <laughs> Yeah, right. Like, we're, that's going to turn into a pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> okay, everyone relax, all I thought right? you were talking about the apps that were left open. I have, like, yeah, I have a lot of apps I have not closed Apps, out. I'm with you. I'm, I have eight. I think yeah. eight was on there. I know. I have, like, 20 million. All right, Jorge, what do you think? What no, bothers I, you? What What do those bother you the most? The green bubbles from you. That bothers me the most. No, but I hate the notifications. I Brenda had, I checked her, like, I checked her, like, phone. She's like, hey, can you have my phone? Yeah. She had over 2,000 emails on Red. Oh I was like, oh, gosh. no. Like, what are oh, you yeah. doing? Her she's and like, I should hang out. She's like, they're Her just- and I should send emails to me. There's just offers and stuff like that. Like, it's just BS, you know? But yeah, notifications, I hate them. I keep my Red Bubbles clear. I, I, you know, I, I hate notifications like that. 
All right, yeah, Andy, you you tweeted this out yesterday. You tweeted out a picture of uh, our guy Travis over there looking over our shoulder over the uh, show. So those who don't watch this on YouTube, though you should, it's a great way to uh, consume the show. But we have a bunch of cutouts yeah. of mostly mm-hmm. athletes around the studio. But we and also then at, at noon during the <laughs> Waba Grill lunch hour, of course. Andy spins the Boom Boom Tacos for about what did you do it yesterday? Twelve minutes. Yeah, yeah. and then I get yelled at by Morales by not <laughs> putting it, it back, back properly. Yeah, right. the yep. right angle. That's right. Exactly. But there are also, in addition to athletes in the Waba, uh, Waba Grill Boom Boom Taco, we have a life size cutout of some of our coworkers. So if you had to take home a coworker's life size cutout and you had had to put it in a space in your house that you would have to see it Look at every it all day. The time. You would want it to be a cutout out of Travis. Okay, <laughs> factor cap. Fact. I'll one. put it in the front door. The first thing you see is Travis right there. Arms folded across. Uh, arms folded <laughs> with a welcome sign. You know, st- you know, taped to his hand or something. Yeah. All right, Al. What about you? Oh, Trev, my buddy. <laughs> would you want it to be yourself? <laughs> so Alex Morgan's out. Yeah. No, just, it has to be a coworker, okay. coworker. or yourself. So Alex Morgan's out. Um, yes. Does it have to be somebody that we know has a cutout, or for this premise, will the cutout be created for them? I think that it's a it's a host on one of the three shows that we have. Okay, okay, I'll take. Um, I will rather have a cutout of myself than Travis when I walk in because my girl would be like, "This is really odd." Even though it's odd that you have a cutout of yourself, it's more odd that you have a cutout with Travis after you do a show with him for three and a half hours a day. I can't decide if Cappy would be like the most delightful or most unsettling. Because you can dress him up. We you can, can give him like a little party hat or no, something. No, yeah. I think Cap would be delightful. The magician uh, point. That's right. <laughs> uh, you know what? Is. I think I'm going Cappy. Yeah. I think I think I would end up in a good mood if every morning I look over, I wave to Cappy. Mm-hmm. You know what I thought you were going to say? Why stop at one? I'll take them all. <laughs> <laughs> I Roy. thought you wanted the whole lineup. <laughs> Order a set. <laughs> um, so funny story. I'll t- tell it really quickly. I don't know if I told this on the, sh- on the show before, but uh, I went to school and I w- lived in this house. And on the little lookout on the top of the house, we put a cutout of Stephen Colbert because we thought it was kind of funny. It's like, oh, it looks yeah. like Stephen Colbert's just like looking over the door at anyone who comes in. So my friend drops me off at my house one night, and she and she was like. Wait, is that Stephen Colbert? And I was like, yeah, ha, we have this like joke. We love Stephen Colbert. And she took a picture of it. Turns out she is very good family friends with Stephen Colbert. Like goes to Thanksgiving with Stephen oh, Colbert. So she sent it to his daughter. And uh, I hope that it got to him at some point and had a laugh. Or he thought it was really crazy and weird. So who knows? There was um, around the election. Let's just say it was an interesting time, right? There were some cutouts that were out there. There was one cutout. <laughs> what what, what every, happened during every, the election? Let me tell you. Let me tell you how funny this was. Every time I'd go on this certain walk that I'd go on, there's this house, beautiful home, two stories. On the second story, there's a balcony, and there is a cutout cutout of Trump and Melania, and, and he's like this. Trump is like this, and that cut that cutout is just sitting there for like four months. I'm just like, we get it. You're voting for Trump. We understand <laughs> my, my, that. My parents do a timeshare most years in uh, Balboa Island, like a couple months a year, because they, you know, they want to see Brian and I. They want to see the grandkids, but also yeah. St. Louis is really cold. It's difficult for my mom in that mm. temperature, so they come out here. And one of their, they get the same timeshare every year. One of their neighbors has had a Trump standee. <laughs> I'm not kidding. For like six. 
six years, but always in this one window, just staring at you. Like I don't, I, I don't I care don't if you why. love Trump, you hate Trump, whatever. It's really strange to just walk out the door and have Donald Trump looking at you. I don't know why, but that to me is the funniest thing. If that's your vote, cool, awesome, do your thing. You don't need a cutout outside of your home letting you know that yeah, it's it, him. This thing is, and the other side, I don't need to see Biden on there as well. Yeah, th this yeah. thing, it's just, you walk out this one door, <laughs> like the back door of my the, my parents' place, and immediately Trump is staring <laughs> at you with this thumbs up through this one window. And like, it, it almost looks discarded, like yeah. they forgot about it. Like, oh they don't even realize that it's still there. It looks like it could be like a corner room that doesn't get used often, but it is really unnerving. My so sister, you, uh, yeah, go ahead. sorry, my sister and I, uh, growing up in our house, I would open my door and I like their door is right across from me, and so for the longest time they were big One Direction fans, and so they had a live cutout of. Uh, Harry Styles, but it would just like peek around the corner. So they left their door open. I looked like there was a man in their room and I was always get freaked out. So a little different than Trump, but I have Harry Styles looking at me. Yeah. Trump or Biden cutouts, 877. <laughs> no, don't do that. Oh my gosh. Please don't, <laughs> don't call do about that. Don't do that. All right. Is the is the Pac-12 dead? Pence or Kamala Harris cutout? Totally no. cool. <laughs> That's totally cool. We'll take that call. I want to go through the entire. All right, we got, we got some Supreme Court cutouts. All right, uh, we come back as a Pac-12 dead. Uh, Paul Feinbaum laid into the Pac-12 and that a lot of these other schools should jump ship. Did it die with USC and UCLA? We'll do that coming up next. Stay right here, Travis and Sleeve Show, Seven Ten ESPN. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Fun fact, this is Taylor Swift's very first single ever. It came out in 2006. Yep. She was 17 years old. Damn. It was. It stayed on the Billboard Hot 100 for 20 weeks, peaking at 40, and uh, it was number six on the Hot Country charts. So, right. I'm going to ask you this, AK. That, yeah. ma that makes eight, if we're keeping count. Yeah, and, <laughs> and the great thing is DeAndre behind Emily just threw up an eight as well. Like He's also Ayo. keeping yeah, track, we're, so top he's of on this. it. Um, let's she's just, 17 years old, guys. Let's just say 
you don't have any affiliation any of that somebody gives you a ticket to go this weekend would you go yeah i would absolutely go too. I'd, I'd go, go too I really would. I mean, this is like this is the concert event of like the last couple years. I know nothing. Whatever Emily has shared with us on here is the most info that I have on Taylor Swift. If somebody say, "Hey, here's a ticket. You want to go?" I'm in. No, I, I would I'd absolutely go. Too. go. Yeah. I mean, it, just for the experience of going to this concert, that's such a hard ticket to yep. get. I'd absolutely go. Yeah, I'd leave 17 songs in because there's 44 total. <laughs> hey, you got to be traffic. a lot of songs. <laughs> you'll get, the, you'll of songs. get the good stuff. You you'll, get, get, you'll get Lover. You'll get some cool yeah. summer. You know, you'll see the production value a little now, bit. I'm, I'm actually reasonably familiar with her work because my wife and daughter both mm. like her. And look, she's got some, she has some good songs. She yeah. is, I think, a talented person. She's a really, really good lyricist. What's okay. the cutoff? Like, if, you're, if you get there late, what's the cutoff? Like the cutoff, like to let you in. Oh, I have no idea. I think they probably let you in at any point in time if you have a ticket. Mm. Yeah, yeah. There are people that are buying tickets like in the parking lot and running in. I've seen like TikToks of people doing that and stuff. Mm -hmm. It's kind of crazy. I mean, I left before USA Panama extra time and before <laughs> the penalty kicks. I've already been there for the whole game, and it's going to PKs, my dude. Like, I don't understand. Lot, Seventy-five minutes, eighty minutes. That's good. I get no, it. That's a not good job. But it's it. PKs. You're going to the most exciting part of the game, which is the overtime and PKs. Exactly. Yeah, 75, 80 Ugh. minutes. Whatever happens after that happens. Should have given me the ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Should have came down with me. All right, ESPN LA and Hollywood Park Casino are giving uh, 12 fantasy football commissioners the chance to win a fantasy football season experience, including the ultimate fantasy draft party for their ESPN fantasy football leagues and weekly prizes throughout the season. Uh, all you got to do is go register. Go to ESPNLA.com. Scroll for the Hollywood Park Casino logo, and uh, we'll see you on Friday, August 18th at HPC, Hollywood Park Casino, eat, drink, and draft. Um, you've been keeping up at all. I, maybe I just had a closer eye to it because went to San Diego State University. There in a con there was a lot of rumors and you know discussion that they could potentially be leaving the Mountain West and get to the Pac-12, something that they've been trying to do for years but once SC and UCLA left the Pac-12, it potentially opened the door for a school like San Diego State to get in. And then we saw, um, I, I don't want to say Colorado is this like domino effect of, oh my gosh, Colorado's out. I think it was Oregon's uh, head coach for football was basically like, yeah, what'd they win? Like, we're not too worried about Colorado leaving. There's nine schools in the Pac-12. And there's no saying that the Pac-12 is going to be able to... The biggest issue that they've had is while they were waiting for the perfect deal, the Big 12 took the deal from Fox. They took the deal from ESPN. I think each school is getting around $31 million, something along those lines. And now the Pac-12 is boxed out. And there was a report that recently came out that they're looking to potentially do a deal with Apple. But the deal with Apple is based on subscriptions. Um, you help me out with this one. Can you give a little more detail on that when you say based on subscriptions? What do you mean by that? So you will have to have, I think from what I understand, um, obviously you'll have to have, it will be on Apple TV. It's not that much different from the MLS with their deal with Apple as well. They will share in some of the revenue of subscriptions that come up specifically for the Pac-12. So maybe it's done somewhere in regards to you have to have a Pac-12 package Got it. on Apple, and Got then it. you're sharing in some of the revenue there. That's, I mean, you tell me how many schools are lining up who don't have SC, don't have UCLA, don't have, you know, think of the big brands, Michigan, Ohio State, Alabama, Clemson. They don't have any of those schools. Yes, Oregon and Washington are nice, 
Oregon and Washington are not your, if I say give me the top 15 schools in the country, you're getting pretty far down before you start picking schools that are currently in the Pac-12. Um, I want to play something for you because Paul Feinbaum, who we all know, does a terrific, terrific job. Call uh, Paul. <laughs> does a terrific job. I worked job. on that show for years. That's right. That's right. Um, covering not just the SEC, or that, really just college football in general. Take a listen to what he says about the Pac-12 moving forward. Jump, run, do anything they can to get away, Alan, from the Pac-12. I mean, I was I was listening to Pete, and you're going to go to a college president when he has a good deal over here and say, hey, listen, uh, Dr. President of Arizona, Arizona State, Utah, be patient. If we can get enough people to sign up on Apple, then we are going to be great. Well, the bottom line is this, guys. Nobody's signing up on Apple to watch the Pac-12 because it's not, there's nothing to watch once you lose Colorado, UCLA, and USC. I mean, I, I don't want to be, be the guy that keeps bearing this lead because I think I did it the other day, but I'm going to keep doing it. Uh, somebody needs to shovel dirt on this league and end this charade. It's over for the Pac-12. And if, and if these three don't get out of there, they're going down with the ship. I think Paul Feinbaum does not feel confident about the future of the Pac-12. <laughs> I think he might not feel good about it. Is it is you said something you and I were you know talking about this a little bit earlier. You said look when SE and UCLA left, that was it. It was over. Is it is this just a matter of time before all these schools start jumping ship? Absolutely. I mean the the ones who specifically the ones who have clout like sure. the ones that you would care more about, you know, the organs of the world. I mean, that I think at this point they're the highest profile sure. team, you know, highest profile school left in the and Pac-12. And they'll probably go if, if Oregon goes somewhere, Washington's probably going with yeah, them. Yeah, I'd say it's either Oregon, may, maybe Washington. Mm -hmm. The truth is the minute USC, UCLA left, Pac-12 is dead. Mm -hmm. Like I've heard Ireland, who I know is, you know, UCLA alum. He's a yep. big yep. Pac-12 guy. Mm -hmm. I went to SC. I, I – I'm a Pac-12 person. I've cared more about the Pac-10 slash Pac-12. I well, Devry by way of USC. <laughs> by the way, Devry may end up in the Pac-12 pretty soon. <laughs> They're gonna be looking for anybody at this point. Coleman College taking on Devry. <laughs> but I, I have, I've heard Ireland before. You know, losing his mind, saying like, "What are they doing over there? Like, what, what?" Why aren't they doing something? The truth is... Wait, wait, who is he upset at? Upset at the Pac-12 Pac or you know, UCLA leaving the Pac-12? No, the Pac-12. Pac and like, okay. you know, calling and saying like, the worst run organization, bunch of bozos. Like, what yes. are they doing? The truth is, he's not wrong about the Pac-12 being run badly. Yeah. But the truth is, there's nothing for them to do. It's over. It's done. The minute you lose USC and UCLA yep. in the Pac-12, it's done. Like, you can pretend you're saving something... And you can get yourself worked up about it, and you can try to find the San Diego states of the world, try to bring in the Pac-12, and no shade against San Diego no, State. I know what you're saying. It's, it's different. They're, they ain't USC. They ain't mm -hmm. UCLA. It's done. Like, it's it's over. There's all well, you can, are can, doing. Can I, can I just make this case? Can it be, you're right, the L.A. market is out. So, But it's not just the L.A. market. It's, it's the, the brands. It's the brands. It's I the get prestige. It. it is. But can I make a case then, okay, well, the Pac-12 then just is never going to be what it was, but it could still be one of the Power Fives. It's just one a little bit further down. The problem is how much further down can you go than five? I mean, well, you know what they I mean? would still be the Power Five, right? I mean, what, what's happening in college? In college, anyways, basically, all you're saying is 
the big boys are all in these two conferences, right? And everybody else after but at that, that point, is, it's no longer a power five. It's mm-hmm. a power two mm-hmm. with three other with, with three others around. Yeah, three other conferences. Call around. it like a not as strong three, right? Well, just because you feel like you you need to have for optics or respectability or whatever more than two conferences, or you just want to maintain some charade that college football and college sports existed like they did when your grandparents watched it. It's over. Do you like where this is? Do you like where college football is going, college basketball is going? Do you like that these conferences – you know, I, I was in the beginning when SC and UCLA left, there was a little bit like, damn, that was, was some cool history that you had in this conference. But I'm also thinking about in a year and a half from now – Michigan is going to be coming to the Rose Bowl, and they'll probably be a top five school in the country. Ohio State's going to be coming to USC at the Coliseum, and it's going to be must-watch, just an incredibly interesting event for LA. I get where it's going, and I've bought into it. Okay, here's where I would come out on it. I don't like losing some of the traditions because I think those traditions, they create rivalries. They can make a lot of college sports really Sure, they matter, and it's cool. Yep. What I ultimately care about is, as a football fan, for example, like I'm a USC football fan, am I still going to be able to see good games? The answer is yes. You know, I think ultimately the games are going to be the games. If the games are still good, whether you're talking about from USC's perspective or just across college football, the game's still good, the game's still good. Either way, I can just appreciate that everybody is no longer pretending that this isn't all just about money. Sure. Because it's always been for so long, but college mm-hmm. sports got romanticized about being something other than just the money, and that's how you were able to maintain the sham that was amateur sports sure. and these guys not being able to cash in on their likeness, on you know make any type of money for the service they provide that is yeah. a billion-dollar industry. I like that it's just stripped away, mm-hmm. and everyone's just acknowledging what people didn't want to admit it's all about the money. And it reminds me a little bit of you where you said to me, Al, it's not that I like doing the show with you. It's not that I like you. It's all about the money. It's about the money. And that's how yes. you set the tone to start yes. the show this morning. It is morning. absolutely about the money. All right. How do we feel about what the Dodgers did and didn't do and how much blame should go towards uh, Andrew Friedman? We'll get into that next. Obviously, the trade deadline ended yesterday. The Braves all over. The Angels right now 12-5. Uh, to 5. So the Angels are going to fall a little bit further in the wild card as well. Travis and Sliwa Show, AK in the house, 710 ESPN.